0: Hey everybody, on today's Locked On Bama, what a weekend. Lord have mercy. Uh, Richard Young commits. Keon Keeley is visiting and has Notre Dame fans in a panic. Uh, Alabama could be on the verge of another flip watch for a tight end. Interesting. And then I got to go to the basketball scrimmage and I can't wait to wax poetic about everything I saw. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama.
1: I am doing outstanding. What a freaking weekend! <clears throat> I, I've uh, I've almost not been able to get things done because there's Alabama stuff happening every uh, two minutes.
0: First of all, thank you guys for making us your first listen. Thank you for so many subscribers. We got a ton of subscribers over the weekend, man. You guys are the best. Appreciate you so much. Um, let's let's talk. I I'm so giddy about the basketball team. I'm I'm so tempted to start with that, but I know I know this is mostly. Uh, football only gumps podcast there are some basketball plus football people but mostly it's a football thing so we're going to start with richard young and jimmy the interesting story there so i mean you're with on three you're connected i got connections i've talked to people and friday afternoon i'm just sort of walking around the house and a friend of mine texts me like out of the blue this uh gif Of, I think it was like Matt Foley being really excited or something. And I was like, ha ha. And I was like, why is he doing this? And then I was, I started thinking, the guy sent me another GIF and it was like, I'm so excited, I can't stand it. And I, and I didn't want to say what because I was like, okay, now he's talking to me as if I'm supposed to know what he's excited about. So I said, I better just check Twitter. And I checked Twitter and Richard Young had committed. And I was thinking, oh, I get it now. This is a huge, deal richard young correct me if i'm wrong out of the blue commits to alabama oddly earlier in the day uh one recruiting national expert had crystal balled him to oregon um and just weird wild stuff regardless alabama now has the two top running backs in this class um and that's pretty dang crazy but richard young is an absolute beast
1: yeah i even went back and looked a lot to say about it but i even went back and looked uh luke at uh that incredible class where Alabama signed Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Alty Tenpenny, and Tyron Jones in the same group, which was the last time Alabama did something just unbelievable with running backs. And I went back and looked and per the on three consensus, and everybody's going to have different rankings, but, but, but the on three consensus is, is a, uh, you know, a combination of everyone's rankings given equal weight to all of it. And Derrick Henry was the number one back in the on three consensus, and the second best back in that group was Camaro, who was number nine, and Tenpenny was number ten, and like Tyron Jones was like number sixteen or something. But the point is, even in that group, Alabama didn't sign, you know, the number one and the number three back. I mean, so even though this is two and not four, this is really even more incredible, uh, landing both Richard Young and Justice Haynes in the same group, particularly on a day where it's seeming seeming that Oregon was gaining some momentum with Richard Young. I think both things can be true. I think uh, I think Oregon finished a strong second. I think uh, uh, he was open to Oregon and was probably telling Oregon all the things they wanted to hear, like so many of these kids do. Uh, they don't like disappointing coaches that they have a long relationship with. And as we know, uh, he's very tight with uh, Dante Moore, the quarterback that's, uh, that's committed to Oregon. Uh, Richard and Dante are, are really good friends. And So I think both things could have been true. And I'm with you, uh, Luke. Uh, We often get a heads up. Uh, We often even know what's gonna happen. In this case, not only did we not get a heads up and did we not know what's gonna happen. When when he committed on Twitter, it was a complete shock. Uh, Now, we weren't shocked at on three in the sense that we had projected Richard Young to commit to Alabama. And we felt it was something that could happen before the season. Uh, we just didn't know what happened friday at 5 30 otherwise i would not have been in walmart two cities away from my hometown
0: yes i was muted but i caught it
1: um you did. there was only one word word was missed
0: regardless um yeah it was that was exciting it does remind me and i keep I, I keep telling this story about how i remember during the ice storm of god what was that 2000 i can't remember 16. Maybe, is that where yeah. the ice storm? No, 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 maybe 15 or 14, whatever it was. That's when when down,
1: I know when we have one down here on the coast, it was approximately that time. I assume y'all got ice as well. We, we, it was the strangest ice storm of my lifetime down here in about 2016, sounds right.
0: Well, first of all, last time you had an ice storm on the Gulf Coast, I think it was prehistoric times.
1: But <laughs> No, we Jurassic had an ice I, I slipped and, and fell and not fell. I felt like it was a cartoon. I mean, it was like a cartoon I, on, on during that ice storm. I tried to walk on a sidewalk before it was safe to do so. There's even a sign up that said don't walk on the sidewalk. There's ice. And I'm like, oh, I'll just walk real slow and and thought I'd be fine. And I literally not only fell, I think when I fell all four of my limbs were like pointing straight up in the air, like a cartoon. Like I didn't fall. I was like three foot up in the air, arms up, legs up and landed flat on my back. Oh, it, it, and, and that was, and I, I learned my lesson. I had that I richly deserve that terrible spill. So, well, so yeah.
0: Okay. Well, what it reminds me of is Marlon Humphrey committing. I, I remember looking at my phone going, Oh, my God, Marlon Humphrey just committed. Like, it was so out of the blue, random, and that's what Richard Young did. And, I, hey, I appreciate that. I mean, it's sort of good not to, you know, Aiden Mizell, I think is his name, who the wide receiver just committed to Florida, had two baby alligators. Okay, that's super cool in a way. But, you know, in, in another way, it's already been done. No, not with alligators, but with puppies and every other kind of animal. So, um, you know, it's maybe sometimes simpler is just better. And Richard Young was super simple, and I appreciate him. Jimmy, let's go ahead and uh, tell everybody about LinkedIn. They're our new sponsors. Been a sponsor for a while now, and we appreciate it so much. Um, As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help small businesses fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to and helps you do it faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may and probably will apply. <clears throat> All right, let me see if there's any other thing I got to just throw out there. There's not. Okay, good. Every now and again, I got to make a check. I'm going to talk basketball now. We'll talk a little bit more recruiting in the third segment. But, Jimmy, if you would just humor me for a second as I go through. Yeah, I'm
1: Um, I'm, I'm here.
0: I got to go to the scrimmage and I got to go uh, with my buddy Brian Passnik, who's the, the color commentator for Bama basketball. Now, he's been to some practices. You know, he, he's already seen everything. But I talked him into going, and um, it was cool. Got to see Chris Stewart was there, obviously. The crowd ended up being very nice. I don't know what the – if there, there won't be an announced crowd. But if you're going to tell me there was 800,000 people there, I can buy it. I can certainly buy it. So was very happy with that. Um, the, the play was fantastic. God, we're so much better. And I know there are going to be some people like, well, of course, you think we're better. You're a bammer and you're whatever – and I have no problem calling a spade a spade especially when it comes to Alabama basketball. I've seen some bad Alabama basketball over the last 20 years. So, I'm telling you right now, Brandon Miller, if he's not a top 5 pick, I will be shocked. I will be mildly surprised. If he's not a lottery pick, I will be shocked. The guy is unreal. Every time we needed a bucket, he was like, "I think I'll just go score." But and it didn't matter if it was NBA range three or if it was a smooth take to the rack where he had to have body control because, you know, he is going up against Charles. I got to go. I got to go player by player. So let me just stick with that. Brandon Miller, potential first team All-American. Okay. I've said it. Potential. Potentially. Now doesn't mean I'm guaranteeing it. He's the best freshman I've seen Alabama have. Wow. I mean, Colin Sexton was different because Colin was so good and he was on a team that didn't that wasn't very good. You know, he kind of made that team. I mean, without him, if Alabama plays three on five against Minnesota, they lose by 50. But with him, Alabama almost won the dang thing. Um, Collins different in a different position, so maybe it's hard. See, Brandon Miller is going up against other dudes, who I will talk about in a minute, who are also really, really good. So I think Brandon Miller's the best freshman I've seen Alabama have. And, you know, Brian Robinson was good. James Hollywood Robinson was good. Boy, he might be the best freshman that I remember, honestly. He, he's different, y'all. I'm telling you, he used to it. Noah Clowney. Um, this is a guy that I'm on board now. There have been some people that I should have been a 5 for. Count me among those people. He had several great bucks. He's, he's tough. He's strong. He does not mind mixing it up, and he's got an anybody. Noah Clowney, another good player. Um, Jaden Bradley. Had a couple of air balls. Let me just throw that out there. This dude is going to remind you, and I think uh, Passink actually said this. I'll give him credit for this. He said he was almost a mix of Ronald Steele and Terry Connor. Now, those are two old school guys for some of the folks that listen. But trust me, that's a good thing. He's not going to be the most – he is not Colin Sexton athletic. But he's. that doesn't mean he's not athletic. It means he's not Colin Sexton. He's different. He's more of a control guy, Chris Polish type game versus uh, – Morant type game, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and Jimmy, feel free to cut me off anytime. I don't mean to.
1: Uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm enthralled. I'm enthralled. I'm, I'm uh, hanging on everywhere. Mark Sears,
0: uh, liked him a lot. You're gonna really like him in the sense that he's he's tough. He, he will get in the lane and he doesn't overshoot. He but he can shoot. Um, he's not the best three pointer shooter on the team. But he can shoot it, and he made a few. Um, and he he could, he had some really nice passes. Namari Burnett this is another guy people want to talk about. He was off at first. He missed his first couple of threes. And here's another thing I noticed about Namari Burnett. Every now and again, he sets up in the corner so deeply. If you play basketball, you know if you get all the way in the corner, you're behind the backboard. He shot his first two shots or two of his first three, I think, were from literally behind the backboard, but a three-point shot. And it's – and I, I finally – finally dawned on me, he just – he likes that shot. He kept going there. Um, He started out cold, ended up being really, really good. Um, had He might have had 20. I don't remember. I saw all the stats. By the way, Brandon Miller had 30, and he could have had 45 if he had been a bit more – And it
1: vocal. was – right? I mean, it wasn't two 20-minute halves either. No, I don't think it was, was. – They played
0: – Um, the rules are going to play by in Europe. And um, so they used the same ball they're going to use in Europe. They played four 10-minute quarters.
1: Okay. So it was a 40-minute game. Okay. It was a
0: 40-minute game. Um, Darius Miles, I, first of all, what I think you're going to like about Darius Miles the most, he just does whatever you need. Um, now, he's not the strongest one out there, but he he can jump, and he's, he's athletic. I hated it this for him. I hated this for him. I, I can't tell you how much I hated this for him because I really like Darius Miles, and I think he's also – the guy on the team that brings some levity. Like he sort of loosens everybody up.
1: That was I mean, I've heard he's real I've heard he's the funniest guy on the team. Like, yeah, like and he's
0: he's a cool dude. I love me some Darius Miles and he can play and he's super athletic. Brandon Miller blocked a dunk attempt, breakaway dunk attempt that the whole crowd could see coming. Like we were Darius Miles could win a slam dunk contest and Brandon Miller blocked his dunk attempt with such ease that we all it's on Twitter. It was like, I can't believe, there's no chance. I'm going to say maybe 10, 15% of basketball players in college basketball could have blocked that dunker. Right. I'm dead serious. And then he another breakaway, Miles was going to, you know, take it strong, but kind of lay it up, not be as aggressive. And he did it again. Brandon Miller came out of nowhere and did it again. Um, I'm not trying to tell you Darius Miles isn't going to be good. He hit some threes later, and I was glad to see him come back from that because these two things happened within about two game minutes of one another, and the crowd was just buzzing. And, you know, I felt bad for him. I was like, I've been there when you get your shot blocked by somebody, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I, maybe I can't. You know? But he, he just got right back on his horse and kept playing hard. I appreciate Darius Miles. Nick Pringle didn't see as much of him as I thought I would. In the warm-ups, <clears throat> here's something I noticed in the warm-ups. And I asked passing about this, and he was like, you know, he didn't really remember. But everybody was dunking with such ease, like just sort of walking up and cocking it back and throwing it down. Pringle's elbows were at the rim. I'm, I'm not kidding. And then he brought it back, and I thought he was going to hit his elbows, and he dunked it. And I said, I don't remember any Alabama team doing this with such ease and warm-ups. Now, McDice could do it. Caffey could do it. Spreewell could do it.
1: But not the whole group. Clowney was doing it. This is um, a long. It's a long team. Other than the point guards, obviously, other than Sears and Bradley, it's a long team. I mean, uh, it's it's. It, I mean, they're tall in the backcourt. They're 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 tall two through five.
0: Um, Dominic Wilch, you guys are going to like him. He's a hustler. He's not a complainer. He he plays like a seasoned vet. By the way, Namar Burnett also, I meant to say this had two great, and I mean great assists at off of offensive rebounds. Um. In, in the third quarter, one of them, a rebound sort of came into him, and he was facing the other way, like the ball, and he just sort of turned, and he tapped it back behind his back to, I think, Pringle, who who had a dunk. It was it was really showing that he's got some good vision. Ryland Griffin, this guy can stroke it, um, really liked him a lot. He also had a from underneath the basket, two feet, jump up, dunk it two-handed moment. You know, for a guy – I mean, they got him listed at 6'5", so he's probably 6'3 Um, he, he showed me that he's got some hops about him, which was nice. Oh, Noah Gurley. One of the most improved Alabama players in a year that I've seen. I, I was shocked how smart he was, how good he was. He was able to – the offense – I saw somebody complaining about the offense who went. He said they felt like there wasn't enough motion. I think the offense was – Okay, if we've got three big guys out there at once, and Noah Gurley's one of them, there's going to be somebody small on him. So we worked it around, cleared out, let Noah Gurley back his man in, and he would nail it every time. Noah Gurley played a great game, had a nice three. Uh, Betty Aco. legs are still really skinny. There's nothing you can do about that. His upper body looks different, looks a lot different than last year. And Betty did not play his best game. I saw another friend of mine, he, he said this well at the scrimmage. He said, you know, Betty Ico sort of disappeared in this game, and that's a good way to put it because you just didn't notice he was out there. Now, of course, <laughs> Clowney was doing his thing, Miller doing his thing, Bradley doing his thing, Griffin, Burnett, Gurley. So somebody's got to get lost, right? But I'll tell you, this is one thing that gave me a lot of um, hope about Betty Ico for next year. If anything, last year I felt like he was a little too mechanical this particular game, there was a rebound that bounced off to the right. He was underneath the basket, was able to jump at a 45-degree angle, take it, and try and tip it. It didn't go. But what I said to people around me was he couldn't do that last year. Athletically, he couldn't. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy he's able to uh, have better movement. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's anybody else I want to... let me tell you a guy you're going to like, Delaney Hurd. This is a walk-on. He's apparently his third year at Alabama. Those, he's number 12 in your program, number one in your heart. He's from Canton, Georgia. Says he played at Oak Hill Academy, though. Um, that guy, that guy was a lot of fun to watch. He hit some threes. He played really good defense. He's just a walk-on that that just cares. He is a glue guy. Um, I mentioned this name. He's like Leore Berman, in a way, for Auburn uh Leor Berman is the son of a friend of mine I wish Leor had gone to Alabama I really do um Leor's a great player and I feel like Hurd is kind of in that same mold like never going to complain he's just gonna work his tail off and man he's pretty good I mean like if any other Alabama t- boy I bet you seven of the last Alabama teams he'd be in the rotation seven of the last wow. 10 Alabama teams he'd be in the rotation um you know, I talked about just about everybody else, I guess. I mean, you know, obviously Quinterly didn't play. Um, Mark Sears I talked about. I'm trying to look down the list. It, you know, if there's some somebody specific anybody wants to ask me about, I'm going to tell you this. I'm, put me on the super giddy, um, going to be totally overly optimistic basketball train. I'm, I'm telling you, we're good. We're better than last year. The chemistry is already better. And Brandon Miller is better than anybody we had on the team last year. And it's not close.
1: Wow. Yeah, Barry, I'd heard a lot of whispers, uh, seen some people bragging. Even Nate had some comments uh, in the media about Brandon and obviously watched a lot of his high school tape. Uh, sky's the limit. I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, I, I, I sort of like the Jabari Smith cop, you know, in terms of what happened to Auburn. Not because we're apples to apples, Luke. I think Jabari's 6'10 and Brandon's 6'8, which makes Jabari slightly more valuable to the NBA. Uh But what I like about the the comparison is their skill sets are somewhat similar. I mean, a tall power forward length, but really a guy with two guard and three guard three you know a two guard and small forward skills, even though they have a college power forward body. But really, where I like the comparison, Luke, is the impact. Jabari Smith is literally even though Auburn was very good, Auburn would have been a good team without him but Jabari Smith made Auburn one of the best teams in the country at times last year. It was, it was because of Jabari. Uh, and even though he was a true freshman, I think Brandon Miller could be similarly impactful to Alabama like Jabari. Like if Alabama's a story, it will be because Brandon Miller is a story. Right. I mean, and, and that, that's why I like the cop.
0: And not only that, you know, I was really thinking this year that um that you know, the best player on the team. I mean, you know, Miller obviously I thought would be up there, okay, maybe even the best, right? But I then I thought, okay, Namari Burnett maybe second. Um, and he's very good. Don't get me wrong, I'm not putting him down at least. I like Namari Burnett. I thought um, you know, Betty Ako may be super improved. Noah Clowney's the best the second best player on the team right now. And he I'm telling you, he should you have see, been a
1: five star. That's the big takeaway from I'm not surprised based on all I'd heard about Brandon Miller even as far as you'll go saying, you know, Hey, you'll be mildly surprised if he's not a top five pick. Uh, I'm not surprised that I'm hearing you say that the Noah Clowney stuff surprised me a lot like that is like super encouraging because I did hear that Noah Clowney was better than they anticipated, but the extent to which he he's clearly impressive. That's fun. Cause that, that's, that's the takeaway for me is Noah Clowney.
0: Um, and you know, any other year, Rylan Griffin may be a story because I mean, I'm telling you, the boy he has got a stroke and um, yeah. he's he had some really nice drives too. It's not just he's not just a shooter, he had some nice drives. I'm just super pumped. I, you know, as I told my friend in the hallway, um, when we were talking about this, uh, I hate to be the guy who's like, hey, this guy's awesome, this guy's awesome. And my friend said, yeah, but they all kind of are playing awesome, yeah. Um, all right. Let me tell everybody about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Whatever you need. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, we we don't have much time this third, but I want you to talk about Keon Keeley, Kyle Lockwood, two guys that were in, two guys that may be on flip watch, right?
1: That's right. Um now Keon Keeley is uh maybe the best player in the country that's not a quarterback. I mean that's how good he is. He's a pass rusher. He's the number one edge prospect in the country. He's been committed to Notre Dame for a long time. He's one of these two good to be true guys. Uh, that Notre Dame's very good about finding and securing, by the way. I mean, he's he's really smart. He's a great kid. He's an unbelievable football talent. Uh, well, him and his family are very interested in Alabama. This is his second trip. He brought the whole family. They're clearly very, very interested in Alabama. This is, I'm going to call it something to monitor. Uh, I don't think it's a certainty that Keon Keeley's going to flip to Alabama by any means. He remains committed to Notre Dame. He may very well stay committed to Notre Dame. If he does flip to Alabama, I'll be really surprised if it's this weekend, you know, Monday, Tuesday. I, I, I think he's going to have to take everything under advisement. I mean, they're, they're going to be very careful and deliberate. I think that's how the Keeleys will be, careful and deliberate. But it is definitely something to monitor. I think Alabama has a real shot at Keon Keeley. Uh, Ty Lockwood also visited this weekend. He's a tight end from Tennessee, from the Memphis area, I believe. He is committed to Ohio State. He has been since last August. Ohio State, by the way, is an outstanding tight end program. They traditionally sign top tight ends. The fact that they like Lockwood so early is is, is really a good sign. Uh, Ohio State later took Jelani Thurman, who Alabama was taking a long look at. Uh, So now Ohio State has two. uh, Piecing two and two together, it seems like once Ohio State took Thurman, Lockwood started looking around. And Alabama was quickly his favorite uh, he visited this weekend uh i think uh a flip from lockwood is more likely than a flip from Keeley and it's something we could hear from soon uh let's just i I'll, I'll i'll just say that uh why don't why don't we put him on flip watch whereas keon Keeley's a flip possibility
0: hi right, buddy i like it Thanks, and uh, we will be back tomorrow with probably more giddiness about basketball. I don't even think I squeezed in everything I wanted to talk about. I was so
1: impressed. Osborne, Hunter Osborne commits Monday, uh, huh. and we're very closely for obvious reasons, hint, hint, and Ty Lockwood uh, could. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, uh, I, I think if something happens with Ty Lockwood, it's going to happen soon. All
0: right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.